0: Hello, I'm Gil Halstead. I am the host for this edition of the Worldview Feature for February the 18th here on WORT, eighty nine point nine FM in Madison. And I am joined tonight in the studio by Cassandra Dixon and Rowan Attala who are both here to talk about what's happening in Gaza right now, the United States involvement in it. And most specifically tonight, we are focused on a fundraiser to deal with the impact that the military operations taking part, going on in that part of the world are having on the civilian population. And so I want to welcome both of you tonight. Thank you. Thank you, Rowan, for being here. And Cassandra, you need to put the microphone down a little bit closer to you.
1: Thanks so much.
0: So you are both representing a local organization here, Madison Rafa Sister City Project. So let's talk a little bit first about what the Madison Rafa Sister City Project is and that's where and why it is concerned about what's happening in
2: Gaza right now. So what's it what's it brief history please oh boy brief okay <laughs> well that, that would be the challenge I guess. So I I'm trying to remember what year uh, Madison Rafa sister city project actually started was it 2003 2003 okay so I my own involvement more than 20 years it's yeah, been around yes yeah and and my own involvement is 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 not. Over the entire lifespan of the organization. But uh, very briefly, it was started with the idea of establishing a sister city relationship with Rafa, right? And the reason it is still called Sister City Project is that when we actually got to the city council stage of trying to establish that relationship, we had a number of people basically come out of the woodwork at the city council meeting to talk about how we were cavorting with terrorists and this sort of thing just by by virtue of 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 wanting to be supportive of people in the Gaza strip. So, and Sister City International used that, you know, that that Hamas was the the elected governing authority in in the strip which basically. it
0: had been for I think since 2018, I think
2: sometime around that time but anyway
0: yeah, but uh, it so, Hamas was the governing authority. Right. So
2: and they said basically, well, you you know, so you can't have an official sister city relationship. And so since that time, we've basically focused on education and humanitarian fundraising, because, you know, as as you were uh, describing earlier, the situation there, I mean, now far more than it ever has been. But the situation is dire. We need humanitarian support in Gaza and so that's really been the focus um, over the last couple of decades, a combination of bringing people here to speak about the situation in Palestine and raising, uh, over the years, significant funds for for humanitarian projects.
0: All right. And the fundraising that you're involved in, Madison Rapids Sister City, it, this isn't money that's going to be going to the Sister City Project. This is money that you are raising as the Madison Rapids Sister City Project for an organization that can actually deliver aid yes. to yes. humanitarian aid there, and that is the Mid-East Children's Alliance. Tell us just a little bit about what is the Mid-East Children's Alliance.
2: So the Middle East Children's Alliance is an organization that's been around for uh, a, a long time. It predates Madison Rafa Sister City Project, and they are uniquely qualified, really, I think, to provide aid to residents in Gaza. They do, they, and I should also say, I mean, they're 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 a top-rated charity. I mean, several several online rating systems look at Middle East Children's Alliance and 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 give them top marks, and for very good reasons. Their their logistics on the ground in Gaza are really really good. And one of the things that is unique about how they approach the situation is they're not necessarily looking in all cases to bring aid from outside the Gaza Strip into the Strip. Right. They work with people and resources already on the ground in the Strip, and they try to source as much of what they do in Gaza as possible from both people and supplies that are already available in the Strip. And that's one of the reasons that they are as effective as they have been.
1: So that's especially essential right now because Israel is blocking aid coming in. Um, they're preventing aid trucks from coming in. And so the fact that Middle East Children's Alliance, Meccas already has people on the ground in Gaza who are able to to work on sourcing things internally. and they also have people on the ground organizing those those trucks of aid that'll be ready to get through as soon as the world successfully demands that that border open and and humanitarian aid get through.
0: All right, so let's talk a little bit about the need that, I mean, we've said a little bit about that The aid's not coming in right now.
1: It's not that aid is not coming in. Israel is preventing aid from crossing the border.
0: Right. But the result is it's not getting there. Right. 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 right.
2: right. But it's and,
1: not for lack of aid.
2: Right. Exactly. There, okay. You have it queued up. But, I mean, there have also been a lot of reports of when aid trucks have been in the strip, you know, coming under fire, honestly, from occupation forces, um, which, you know, is uh, uh unfathomable. I mean, to me, honestly, but you know, that, that is kind of the nature of the situation there, but you know, there, um, some of the work that has been going on even under current circumstances, right. Includes finding people to locate stockpiles that are just going to sit there and spoil because they're, you know, ignored, untended, whatever, and actually bring those to bear and prepare food and feed people with it. So the hope would be, in terms of the money that you that you're trying
0: to raise through a fundraiser, and we'll get to that in a minute about the logistics of that and how people who are listening can can actually contribute to get some of this aid to people who need it. How how can how is that money going to get there, and what can can the Mideast Children's Alliance do with it once it gets there?
1: So they're providing uh, tents because okay, most of the population of Gaza has been displaced.
0: There's nowhere else for them to, to live, so they're putting now up tents. No
1: place to go, and in fact, Israel is now bombing tents in Rafa, so they're needing to replace tents. Um, they're providing food and sourcing food nearby and trying to get that ready to go in. And, and also, like Ron said, sourcing food from within Gaza as much as possible and getting that prepared and getting it to Rafa, where most of the population is now. So people have been chased from the north, to the south, people are not not home where they can, so there may have been food that was left behind. I, yeah, I right. I mean it's, it's a humanitarian crisis right. beyond belief.
2: And 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 I, I think that you know one of the things, even with the difficulties in moving additional aid into the Strip under the current circumstances, okay, it's become pretty clear with, you know, several countries announcing funding cuts to the U.N. Relief and Works Agency that, I mean, you know, at a certain point, right, at a certain point, the bombardment is going to stop. And Middle East Children's Alliance, because they have the experience that they do on the ground in Gaza, right, they are almost uniquely positioned to be able to pick up and facilitate things moving forward as soon as that opportunity arises.
0: Well, let's talk then about how people can actually contribute and get money to this organization that we've just described here. So, the, the fundraiser that you guys have organized through Madison Raffles Sister City Project for Mecca, the Middle East Children's Alliance, is a is an online auction. Describe it for me and and how people can get involved, Cassandra.
1: Right. Well, the silent auction is kind of the kickoff to a longer campaign of, we hope, uh, grassroots funding for aid, which is a frustrating situation. Clearly, our governments should be stepping up. First of all, we should end this bombardment. And and then, obviously, um, the amount of money that we can raise here is a drop in the bucket. But this is a place to start, so if people go to 32auctions.com slash gaza relief, uh, this auction started on Valentine's Day, and it runs until leap year, so it runs until 5 p.m. on the 29th, Um, and it includes an amazing array of items donated by generous Madison businesses, restaurants, artists. Um, I just... uh, really a, a great variety of things from a, a wonderful dinner out to ice cream cone coupons, artwork, jewelry, a cafe, just very, very wonderful things that you can bid on and a chance, I think, for us to to kind of have each other's backs and see how high we can go. And I, I think that one thing that is built by that also is a uh, a deeper of understanding of, of how desperate the situation is. That I, I think if you find yourself, you know, like I, I've been bidding on some things myself mm-hmm. and I okay, so yes, I'm bidding one dollar at a time or five dollars at a time. And it and it's it's so frustrating to to think of the the enormity of the need and the fact yeah. that that the that the continuing bombardment just is racking up more and more need as as we go. But this is is one way to to start being engaged. There's also a donate button on that auction site on on 32auctions.com/ Gaza Relief. So if people prefer to just flat out donate, they can do that as well right there..
2: Right. And that, that that same donation link is also available off the, you know, the, the Madison Rafa Sister City project website. Or you know, candidly, people can go directly to amikaforpeace.org and and that's m e c a right m e c peace.org. yep and and this is so this is this is one element in the short term call, calling it grassroots for gaza so we're we're planning a variety of different fundraising activities so so this is one this is also probably just the first round i mean we've we we got actually more donations than the auction service will allow us listings for uh-huh. in the current cycle So we will probably do another round for this. We're also planning for, you know, attempting to plan uh, some uh, music-based fundraisers. You know, basically, we're just charging a nominal amount at the door, and all of that money is going to go to the Middle East Children's Alliance as well. So those, I expect, will begin sometime in April, and I... I hate to say it. I I think we're in for for a pretty lengthy series of uh, of benefits. I mean, it's kind of ridiculous in a way that we have to sell a cookie here to get them bread over there. But that's where we are, you know.
1: We also have a bike ride planned in July, so that's uh, we're looking forward to that. And and also, I'm really hoping that this grassroots for Gaza campaign will encourage people to in- include. Uh, a donation component in existing events. So we're hoping to to encourage musicians to maybe dedicate a song during a, a regularly scheduled performance to Gaza and and share this QR code to to donate. Uh, lemonade stand can donate ten percent of those profits, or uh, um, graduation parties if if people would choose to include the the opportunity to to donate along with other festivities. So.
0: Let's give the site again and try to do it several times. We've got 15 more minutes to talk to get that out there. And I I think on the worldview page, we'll be trying to promote it as well. So say it's 32 auctions.
1: 32auctions.com slash Gaza Relief. Okay. That's right. Um, People can also go to tinyurl.com slash Madison to Gaza. And that will take you to the Madison page on Middle East Children's Alliance's site. And so you can learn more about them there as well.
0: All right. Well, I, I want to just do you have any of the items? We can't run the auction from this show, I understand. But uh, wh- when I was listening to your list, I guess I think one of the things that jumps out to me, maybe because it's close to supper time, is, is the food. Because you said that there was food. As an example of the kind of thing that's there, there are obviously items that you can at products, kaffias
2: yeah. and jewelry. We've we, we've actually we've gotten we we thankfully we've gotten support from a number of merchants in the area. I think uh, there are several Penzies gift certificates. Um, Bill Penzi was very generous with that, and I don't. I think Cassandra is is actually looking.
0: That's l- okay. L- the list. Yeah, when you find it, that's fine.
1: Food, yeah. A Sardine Restaurant, a really uh, wonderful $100 gift certificate. Dubai Mediterranean Restaurant has um, donated two gift certificates. They would be a, a wonderful place to eat. Sultan Restaurant, which is just an amazing... Yeah, it's a Pakistani
0: um, restaurant yeah. on Willie yeah. Street, mm-hmm. right. One
1: of the really uh, fantastic things about them, too, is that they are a no-tipping restaurant. They, they pay all of their staff a living wage. So you can rest assured that this gift, gift certificate would, would actually cover the cost of your meal and, and also the, the well-being of the people working around you. Uh, Dairyland Dessert Cafe in downtown Stoughton has donated a, a gift certificate. A local resident donated a $20 gift certificate to Madison Chocolates. Origin Breads donated several gift certificates. And um, I, I personally plan to go shop there that like the French <laughs> just looks so amazing. The, in putting together the website, like going to these other businesses' websites and downloading some photos, it's like I wanted to eat every single loaf of bread on that <laughs> website.
2: Yeah, go to the uh, auction page. It'll make you hungry.
1: Yeah, no kidding. And it's just about time to get hungry now. Glass nickel pizza is another another amazing donation. Uh, Madison sourdough. Uh, a generous baker has offered to make 12 Australian scones just for you. At a an Australian
0: restaurant. scone. I've They're never heard of like an Australian light scone. Light
1: and buttery. And um, <laughs> like the description is just not at all like what happens when I try to bake scones. Um, the chocolate shop has uh, several free scoop coupons, so you could uh, take a take a good friend out for some ice cream. So yeah, just amazing food, and I think that that's like it. It's kind of an um, oh, and also a, a, a donation of a tin of olive oil, Palestinian olive oil, accompanied by a Palestinian cookbook. So after you eat out at all of these wonderful places, you could come home and and cook some food yourself. So. Yeah, just the the generosity of Madison businesses has, has just really as really surprised and impressed.
2: And I I think it's also worth mentioning that one of the things is uh, that has been pretty heartening is I think we're seeing an increased willingness of people to speak out compared to what we've seen in previous occupation military exercises in Gaza, you know, we've sort of, this is something that we've struggled with perennially, right, is the fear that people have about speaking out. And so in in putting together uh, not only the silent auction, but in, in in looking for people who are willing to support like, you know, a, a music-based fundraiser, it's actually been really heartening to see what seems to me to be a, a sea change in in how willing people are to speak up
1: and we had the response that oh my gosh thank you for a, for a way to engage with this.
2: Right. People have been looking for it at
0: least in this community. Yeah. Yes, yes.
1: Very much. I think we have the fear of not speaking out now.
0: That that is encouraging. I mean especially I know that Rowan you said earlier you know it seems terrible in some ways that we that we have to sell a cookie here to feed people. Yeah, there. But at the same time this
2: response Seems to be a, a, a really encouraging one. It, it it is encouraging, but I, I, you know, I guess that just really speaks to the fact that now, okay, I, I know, you know, all the pundits are saying that Congress is not going to approve the Senate Foreign Aid Bill, okay, but I mean, we're, I was going to try to get back into this for the last ten minutes of the show, anyway, right? I, I, yeah, we're, you know, we're 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 raising thousands to Congress's or in this case, the Senate's almost overwhelming willingness to cut a check for $14 billion. $14 billion to support. And this is
0: pretty much completely military aid. It seems to me that there's been discussion about uh, humanitarian aid being eliminated from it because they're I think that the, the one of the original bills had both military aid and humanitarian aid mm-hmm. for Gaza.
1: Israel is a wealthy country and is not in need of humanitarian aid.
0: Yeah. But the humanitarian, in my understanding, was specifically to, to deal with Gaza. But right. But, right. Yeah. yeah. And, and then,
2: yeah, I don't know.
0: There's... But anyway, you know, they're talking aspects. about eliminating it.
2: Right. Right. There, there are so many disturbing aspects to our government's response to the situation. Even even the politicians who have, in what, in my opinion, is very weak language, said they support the idea of a ceasefire, humanitarian ceasefire. Are, you know, you know wh- Okay, so the suggestion there is we're going to stop dropping bombs and give people apples, and, and then what's going to happen? They're going to start dropping bombs again, right? So a humanitarian ceasefire, what does that do except for make people over here feel better about the destruction over there? Right. And the other part of it, it seems to me, that um, we could touch on a little bit
0: here is that as we're talking about raising money to provide humanitarian aid for people who are, that's what you're working on, uh, who are, are suffering as a result of this war, who've been driven out of their homes, at the same time, we are, our money is being spent to create the destruction that's going on, our money, meaning taxpayer money, that's going to Israel for the bombing that's going on and eventually when the bombing stops our our us tax dollars will be used to rebuild gaza in some way right
1: well one of the reasons for insisting on aid going into gaza is to, is to insist on the right of gazans to remain in gaza exactly so they are facing the potential forced relocation of the entire population out of gaza and that we need to fight that
0: Right unequivocally yeah but I I'm I mean, it seems to me that the the what's the game plan um, on the other side of this in terms of Israel and the United States government's support for Israel in terms of in the horrific situation that it results in what you just described Cassandra of of actually removing all of the Palestinians Israel is going to ask for money to rebuild Gaza for. For, Israeli. for Israelis, for mm-hmm. Israelis, that's. Am I wrong? I don't. I don't know.
2: This is no, no. I don't think you're wrong at all. I don't think you're wrong at all. It's
1: also a, a gas field they would like to exploit, and the, an intention to build a canal right. across that area. Right. Right. There's definitely a plan.
2: But it, but I do say, I mean, it it is also. I mean, just in terms of like distribution of the pressure for international aid, the number of. Countries that provide military aid to Israel, whether it's through sale or whether it's through you know subsidized purchase or you know whatever form that is, that is a relatively small subset of the the countries that are that have in the past funded humanitarian work through the United Nations, right? So I mean, it's it's like mathematically it's kind of a tricky thing, right? Because you have this. Yes, we're spending, we're spending, meaning U.S. taxpayers spending a whopping amount of money feeding the Israeli military machine. The burden of reconstruction, yes, okay. The U.S. may may pay. I, I mean, are they going to change their relationship with the United Nations Relief and Works Agency? I, that's that's really uncertain. So, I mean, in some ways, it's like it seems like everybody else is going to wind up on the hook for for rebuilding Gaza after the U.S. has paid for the destruction of it. Pretty and much.
1: meanwhile, our arms manufacturers come out of this pretty well. So a, a portion of that is then turned around and, and spent to buy yeah. arms and, and weaponry from the U.S. I have a, a friend in the Netherlands who has a family in Gaza and uh, her niece and her niece's mother, her niece was five, were killed. And it was an F-35 that dropped that bomb. So our entire weapons industry is is engaged with this.
0: Right. We've got like three minutes left here maybe to reiterate the the opportunities and connections for people to, to contribute and to go online and take part in the auction and raise some funds to try to at least bring some humanitarian
2: aid to Gaza. So let's talk about that for the next couple of minutes. Okay. That sounds good. So yeah, so the the auction, uh, again, the auction ends at the end of February on February 29th, and the site is 32auctions.com slash Gaza Relief. You can also go either directly to the Middle East Children's Alliance website, or you can go to the Madison Rafa Sister City Project website, and you can find donation links there. Both Madison Rafa. And Middle East Children's Alliance have representation on Facebook, so you can track both of us down that way. And you will find many, many links to the donation page, right, in the streams from those pages.
0: Are there similar uh, fundraising efforts going on in dissimilar organizations across the country?
1: Yes. Yes, absolutely. So people, in, individuals and organizations and families and, and any entity you can imagine are invited to create a page for themselves through Middle East Children's Alliance and um, and put that out to their own networks.
3: Well, thank you. Thank you both, Rowan and Cassandra, for coming in and telling us about this. And what, again, is the best way to find out
1: about this? So you can visit the auction at 32auctions.com slash gaza relief. Uh, and you can also go to Madison Rafa Sister City Project at MadisonRafa.org. And Facebook pages, too. And Facebook. And also on Instagram, you can find us at Palestine pa- Partners on okay. Instagram.
2: And and thank you very much for giving us the chance to come thank on the air and, and talk about this. And thank you
3: to WRT for educating us. Yeah. Thank you. We all are thankful for WRT. <laughs> Let's us talk about what we need to talk about. So thank you, Gil, Cassandra, Rowan, for... Useful information and for ways to help out if we can. Yes, thank you. Okay. And thanks also to the Worldview Collective. Special thanks to Gil and Buya, Savvy, Maria Brunetta, Nathan Kruger, and the WORT News and Public Affairs Director, Shali Pittman. And thank you for listening. And please join us next week for a new edition of Worldview. Here on your community sponsored radio, WORT 89.9 FM Madison and WORT FM.org. And now stay tuned for Salamat.